Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey, this is Daniel Goddard, Kane from Young and the Restless, and you are listening to the king of the pervs, the perv of all pervs, his perviness, Navelle, on Buzzworthy Radio. I really don't know about you, but I think that promo was kind of appropriate considering who we're going to have on the show here in just a few moments. How are you guys? It's been a while. It's been probably about a week since I last talked to you guys, but we are back here on Buzzworthy Radio. I'm your host, Navelle J. Lee. It is Thursday, March 10th, 2011, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific time here on blogtalkradio.com and on buzzworthyradio.net. I have uploaded the chat room. Everybody is making their way into the room right now as we speak. You can join in there as well with a bunch of us. If you are a guest in the room and you want to participate in chat, what you need to do is go to www.blogtalkradio.com, register your username, and that way you'll be able to participate in the chat room. Uh, If you want to have some questions you want to ask our guests for today, uh, the phone number to dial in as well is 646 Five nine five four two two eight. We're also up and running on Twitter at Buzzworthy Radio. How are you guys doing today? It's it's going pretty well. In a couple of days, we're going to be springing ahead. So whatever it is that you're going to be doing on Saturday, I suggest that you remember to put your clocks ahead by an hour. I just don't want you to forget. If I have to remind you, I'll I'll let you know. I'll send you a message. So so there you are. I really don't know what is the best course of action to describe our guest for today. How do you exactly describe this guy? I, I was trying to come up with the best words. But really, all I could come up with was sophisticatedly sexy. I don't know where else to go from that, considering that is what a fan called him, and it kind of stuck. I don't know what else to say about it. Unless you guys have better words or choices than I do. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, whenever Jason's in the room, he always gets to make the show about him. So in the chat room, it's all about Jason, but on the switchboard side of it is going to be about our guest today. He plays Michael Baldwin on CBS Daytime's Times' number one rated drama, The Young and the Restless. He is pre-nominated for a Daytime Emmy Award. Probably this is his what? Six million five hundred and thirty-eight thousand four hundred and thirty-one time that he was nominated or pre-nominated for an award. So I, I pretty much lost. I lost count. So I really have absolutely no idea where it is to go from that. So uh, Christian LeBlanc will be joining us in a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I did post yesterday that we were going to have on Jason Ritter on the show on Monday, but due to time constraints on my part as well as theirs, we had to postpone that interview. So hopefully we will be able to get that rescheduled for you guys. For those of you who don't know Jason Ritter, he plays on the event on NBC, which just came back with its two-hour premiere this past Monday. So if and when I do get a new date and time set up for you, I will definitely let you know, and I will definitely keep you posted. So keep keep on the lookout for that. Uh, what else is there that I need to mention, just uh, for the sake of argument? Uh, the one thing I do want to mention is I did see a lot of people are now making their way, showing off their support 
for the Daniel Goddard appreciation. I've been seeing a lot of tweet, a lot of tweets, not just tweets, but uh, postings going on to the the Buzzworthy Radio fan page on Facebook about what they're doing in order to basically save Daniel Goddard on the show on on YNR, who was the wonderful man that did this intro for us that you heard at the beginning of this program. So I've been taking a look at it, and it seems like your fight's not letting up, which is a good thing. And so hopefully you guys continue doing what it is that you do to save his life. But enough about my humdrum life. Let's get on to a man who pretty much is undescribable. This dude has been a part of the Young and the Restless Canvas since 1991, off and on, came back full-time regularly in 1997, been playing the role of Michael Baldwin on the show, and as I said before, pre-nominated for his $6,457,000 daytime Emmy Award. I Like I said, I have no idea what count it is right now at that, but you know what? It's all good in the hood. Christian LeBlanc is on the show with us. This evening, how are you? Hello. Hi. Who who is this? Uh, my name is uh, Mary. Oh my God! Is this Mary Mary from the boat? Yes. Yes, it is. Wow. How did? Wow. I didn't even know you. Oh wow. It, wow. Okay, you really threw me off guard, babe. You really did. <laughs> I in a did. Good way. You did. You threw me threw me off completely in a good way. I, oh my god! Wow! Wow! Well, well, wow. you could tell you could tell Christian that Disco Mary's on the phone. Wow! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just as excited as you are at this point. I mean, I haven't really seen him since January, you know. Right. 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 Oh my God! I can't believe Disco Mary is on the phone. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! If this is something that could be used as an outtake for my next anniversary show, this would be it. I, I cannot believe I was just taken aback right now. That was just amazing. It, I did not expect you to call into this show today. Oh my God! <laughs> well, I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting all day. <laughs> this is too funny. I love it. I, 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 I'm just so happy that you're here. I think this is actually one of the first times you've actually been on this show. So, I, I'm yes. actually, I'm very, I'm very, very excited that you are here. Let me put you on hold for just one second, okay? Okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks. I can't believe I just, I just talked to Disco Mary on the phone. I, I can't get over it. Oh my gosh. I'm like right now sweating, sweating beyond belief. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um three three zero, forgive me for not knowing where your area code is. You're on the phone right now with me, just basically right now sweating up a banshee. Uh, <laughs> how are you? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Portion, I'm calling from Twinsburg, Ohio. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Doing good. I I take it you are so a uh Christian LeBlanc fan too, right? Big Christian fan. Ooh, ooh! How big? How big are we talking? Are we talking like a uh, a large fry from McDonald's big? Or are we talking bigger than that, like a skyscraper big? Like a skyscraper big. Like a skyscraper big. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Pretty big fan. Nice. So 
Have you, have you watched Christian Justin Line R by itself? Have you watched the Muslim World Turns? How, how far are we going back here with the Christian love? When he was a bad guy on Young and the Restless. That, 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 that guy is when he was put, putting a hole in Cricket Blair's apartment to spy on her bad, right? Yes. <laughs> but I like I this Michael, too, so... That's good. That's very good. So let me put you on hold. Let me take this next one here. So don't go anywhere. All right? Okay. All right, thanks. All right. Let's take this one. This is from Rhode Island. You're calling from Rhode Island? Did I get you right? Is this you, Neville? It is me. <laughs> this is Grant. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> I, I actually learned how to use the phone. Besides not, besides the computer. Wow. Okay, so we're we're right now, like, technologically advancing you right now into how you, to use the show. You right now learned where to find it. And, it's unbelievable. I might now, be able to listen to more than one episode. It's it, This is incredible. <laughs> and now you learn how to call into the show. But I'm going to put you back on hold, all right? So we got <laughs> That's fine. I love it. We got everybody here on the list, but I think I think the man of the hour is finally here. I'm still taken aback by how Disco Mary just was the first call that was on the show. I think right now my nervousness just went right out the window. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I could ever top what I just felt just 10 minutes ago when I just picked her up off the phone thinking it was Christian on the line. That's terrible. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but I believe he is joining us on the line right now. As I said, I don't think there's any words to describe this gentleman. If there is, people in the chat room help me out because I really have no idea because I think he's indescribable. Playing Michael Baldwin on the number one day 10 drama, The Young and the Restless on CBS, Christian LeBlanc. How are you? Make my day. I do have you unmuted, so it, it, so I think you're good. So, uh oh, I think we lost him. I think we lost him. Maybe we lost him. Let me unmute him again. He's he is on the line, but let me unmute him again. Let me do it again. Christian, are you with us? I'm with you. Oh my goodness, how are you? <laughs> I am. I am right here. You're right here. You're you're making my day. That's right. Levitating above you. I'm always with you. How is it going? Are you are you are you like the guy right now that's pretty much looking over my shoulder? Are you the one that's stalking me right now? Is that All you? Right. Yeah. I need to be good, not the other one. Not the other horrible one. I I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> how have you been? I have been good, sir. How how have you been? It's been a little way since I last saw you, but it's good. It's good to talk to you on here. It's great. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, the first time. And the first time. I, is that that's sad, isn't it? That's really you know, sad. Right. I don't it's, get out much. I'm I in the valley. You know how that is. I, I so cruise. What do we have to talk about? We're all, we're there. We're, we're we always there. We have nothing. We're always there, and now we're exactly. And so are you. So anymore. you know, we we're we don't need to talk. We're already there, making it happen. Yeah, and it's, that, that is the fun. I got to tell you. So proud of Michael. Those are I have such great time at those events. Those of you who didn't go, you missed out on a on on a blast. I mean, Christian got naked. You know, it was just it was just fabulous. You got to see his oh. pecs and everything like that. It was just awesome. 
Ah, let's not get hysterical. We save that. That's that. That's that's the high money. Mo- that's a high money shot. Ah, okay. All right. I'll remember that next time. Oh wait, there is no next time. I know, right? Well, hopefully Mike's going to come up with something else because uh, it'll be wonderful. He'll come up with something. They're talking about a docked event, but don't take my word for it. I'm just, I just work here. I don't pretty much oh, know really? anything. Yeah, yeah, no, I'd heard different permutations of this, but we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Got to make money. Got to yeah. make the money. But again, just being with the fans and and, and the people and uh, it's such great. I, I've gotten to know more people from the other shows on on these events, and they are the best. And plus, you got to meet me like four, five, six times. You know, exactly that's more times. Right. That's more times than you won the Emmy award that you're pre-nominated for again this year. Congratulations! I know. I'm so pre-happy. You're so pre-happy. Pretty celebrating. Yeah, I hope. I hope so. I mean, like I, like I said, this marks your six millionth nomination. In <laughs> the six million. I have been nominated a lot, haven't I? Oh. Well, it's been a long time. It's been sixteen years now. Has it been that long? I was a child. I was a child when I started. Uh, well, technically you were, because you were on World Turns as Kirk well, McCall in, as, in 1983. True. And uh, you had some nice, nice ladies as your uh, significant others from Marissa Tomei to Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore, Meg Ryan. Uh, Meg Ryan. Colin, Marissa Tomei, all on that show at the same time. That was a heaven. Yes. And then you graduated to Michael Baldwin on The Young Restless, where you... Were first evil drilling a hole in Cricket Blair's apartment to spy on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost a yeah. it was just a rape. bad date. Let's not get all worked up about it. It was just it a was a bad date. I, I will remember just that a next misunderstanding. Time. I will remember that next time when I say that I drilled a hole in a girl's apartment. I'll just say it, the date just got off on the wrong foot. That's all that is. There you go. Just a little schism. Just a little just misunderstanding. Just a little, just a little bit. That's all. You know, that's all there is to it. And speaking of you interacting with the fans, you've got a lot of events coming up. I was surprised you weren't in New Orleans for Fat Tuesday. I, I know. Was I was getting Twitters from Christopher Chappelle and Kimmy Therese. They're all down there having a ball. But I knew I was going down there for the Tennessee Williams Festival and for the Manhattan. So I've got a bunch of time coming up. Yes, you do. It's going to be a ball. I did miss it, though. i, I got to tell you, even though I had in my head I'm not going to be there for Mardi Gras, on Mardi Gras Day I put, uh, you know, Louis Armstrong's, you know what it means to miss New Orleans on my Facebook, and said just like this is it. This is what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> it's just such a wonderful celebration. I just love being down there for Mardi Gras, but you know, it'll be fun. I'm going to take Nadia and Brandon down there and show them the town. That'd be great. That would be really great. But and besides, you were able to make your own Mardi Gras somewhere else if you were able to make it out there in L.A. Yeah, there you go. You know. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's but you know, being just being home, you know. Yeah. It's all different. But yeah, you'll be you'll be back you'll be back in New Orleans on March for March twenty third to twenty seventh. You'll be doing like you said the the Tennessee right, Williams. The, 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 yeah, they're, it's his hundredth birthday, Tennessee Williams hundredth birthday, and uh, we'll be doing readings. It'll be great. It'll be John Waters, Armistead Mopin, um, Carol Baker from Baby Doll, uh, Brian Bat from Mad Men from New Orleans. He'll be down there. Patricia Clarkson's mother uh, uh, is uh, I mean Patty Clarkson is one of the City Councilwoman. It's going to be a blast. And then on that Sunday, you judge the Stella Contest, where a woman in a slip stands on a balcony in the French Quarter on the Jackson Square, and you people take turns yelling Stella in a contest oh. as he was the best Stanley. So it's it's just a ball. <laughs> it's the funniest thing you will ever see in your life if you Google it, or if you uh, 
YouTube it. It is hysterical. And uh, the last time, I, the first time I ran into it, I was with Windsor Harmon. We had, were doing some other gig, and it you just there's a huge crowd of people in Jackson Square just laughing and laughing, and, it, and someone's yelling. You didn't know what it was, and it was the Stella contest. So little kids, women, everyone, you know, they dropped to their knees. It is hysterical, and I'll be I, judging honestly, that. I obviously don't get out much because I I just got schooled on what this is. <laughs> well, no, not many people know. I didn't know about it before I stumbled upon it. And that oh, was really? only a few years ago, but it is just hysterical to watch. It really is. Uh, but, you know, New Orleans is like that. God bless. Only my people to get, put together some kind of celebration like that. Oh, God. But again, it is the man's hundredth birthday, and uh, like you know, that's our Shakespeare, Tennessee Williams. Oh, here we go with the God bless. I just love Southerners. They're using God bless to make a, a statement that sounds backhanded sound nice. <laughs> oh God! Just God bless them. God bless them. Mm-hmm. Just, they're just crazy. You know, they they just sit back, eat chitlins, and oh, honey child, all that stuff. That's just great. Oh my God! That's fine. Moonlight and magnolia. That's all you need. Go watch Steel oh. Magnolias again. <laughs> Jamie Guinness is going to kill me. That's all they are. Well, that's the Mad Hatters in spades. That's uh, that's way up on the bayous, and that's a great charity, and that's what Brandon and uh, Nadia are going to help me do. And Michelle Stafford's gone down. Judith's gone down and help out. And, and, you know, it's just it's great because the show's so huge in southern Louisiana. To, to get them down there, and uh, it means a lot to the people, and uh, they raise good money for charity. Now, that's in uh, that's in April, and I, I see that there's info and tickets that uh, people can get to go to the Mad Hatter's Design Competition. So I will definitely get that information to you in the show, so I, I won't Oh, good, it. good, because it really is. And they actually did the honor of naming a, a – my mother had passed away a few years ago when I was – I've been doing this for a couple of years, and they named a scholarship after her, a nursing scholarship. So they really do help out, and in, in this economy, it, it's so important. And people have been so generous. So, like I said, I can't. Nadia and Brandon have been traveling and traveling. You know how busy they get, and everyone gets. And they're going to take the time, and they're going to. We're doing a quick trip, but I'll uh, I'll make sure they'll. It'll be memorable for them. They've never been to New Orleans before, so it's going to be fun. Oh wow! Break them in. That's going to be interesting for them. I never. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's great. They'll they'll love it. I've never been to New Orleans myself. I think that's one of my. You've got to go. You would love it. You would okay. love it. It's well, like the soap cruise going on on land all the time. Oh, is it that exciting, or is it that dangerous, or is it that risque? All those. All, all of those things. All of the above. Oh, that's my, that's my type of party. That is my type of party right there. I'm yeah, I'm telling there. you, you would love it. How has New Orleans uh, been doing? You know, I've, you know, everybody's telling me that they're doing so much since what has happened down there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. It's such a great thing to be part of the recovery. I mean, it was bad. It was a lot, a lot of stuff. You know, 80% of the houses were hurt. So yeah. it's not an easy recovery. But i got to tell you, there are more restaurants than there were before the storm. And I think angry people get more active. They get interested. Mm-hmm. They get more vocal. They get they participate. And that's new for New Orleans, and it's good to see. So the school system is being revamped. So it's provided a, this huge opportunity. And, the, you know, to, this Mardi Gras was the biggest uh in ages, even before the hurricane. And uh, we have the tourists are back to what they were before the hurricane. You know, the housing is coming back. So, you know, I have my house down there, and I usually fill it with people at Mardi Gras, whatever, any chance I can bring people down to see the city. Because it's remarkable. I'm, I've gone down, and you still see, like, college-age people who have come down to help, you know, build houses, help repair houses. 
and they get it. And it's so exciting to know they get it. They want to, when they finish school, they want to come live in New Orleans because it's, it's a very unique place. And you know, like I said, I've told this before, it's a, there's a reason Truman Capote, Tennessee Williams, these writers and artists come and stay there for a while. I leave there, besides being refreshed because it's my home and my family, you know, I want to be, I want to act more, I want to write more, I want to, you know, you want to do more creative stuff. It just does that to you. It feeds you that way. Absolutely. I, I would love to see you do some of that stuff. I mean, because you are a comedic person. I don't know who gave you that idea, but I was told you were. And what? that you are a comedic person. Well, yeah, well, Acme, I try my best. I try my best. I, but that's an exciting, that's something that I've been exploring recently, you know, the whole, um, listen, you, you can do stand-up comedy, you can do anything. I think that is the bravest thing anyone can do. So You've been a part of that for a while. I know you hosted it. Well, I've never done stand-up. I've done sketch. You know, I think Michael Baldwin gets to be funnier than most characters because the evil people have more fun. And um, <laughs> just like I said, yeah, sometimes the the show can be that close to comedy without being it. But uh, it it is something like I like Acme was uh, this great thing. Uh, this for people that don't know, it's like Acme Saturday Night Live. It's structured like Saturday Night Live, but it's a streaming online live. But it's a stand-up sketch comedy, and I'd never done that. Michelle Stafford just did it uh, last, a couple of weeks ago and was amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing who gets up there and is, is hysterical. Because you, sometimes you wouldn't think it. And uh, Sean and I are going to New York to uh, Jersey and Long Island uh, right. to do appearances together, and he does stand-up. I tell Sean, you're the least funny person I know. How has this happened? <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it's that way. I mean, when Roseanne had her show, every stand-up in the world was uh, in acting class. So I was with, uh, like, George Wallace, who's, you know, big headliner in Vegas, and, and Craig Schumacher, a lot of these big guys. And it's stunning to see what they did with drama because they're such brave people as it is. And I'm admiring of that. Like I said, to stand up in a club and do comedy, a bunch of drunks, whatever. <laughs> I've been in those clubs in New York to support my friends who do that. And, I, you know, I'm the one who's supposed to applaud and drown out the heck. It's great. <laughs> Whoever can do that, like I said, can do anything. I, I don't think I don't think I have the, the stamina to do something like that, so the power to... No, I don't I, know if I do either, but, you know, I, I think I want to try it at least once before I give up on it. <laughs> Listen, if you can make a bunch of people on a boat lap, but then that also stems from the fact that we were all drunk on that ship... Did yeah, I say that? You're, it's a fans. They're fans. You know, they're they, they're already halfway there because you know they're they're fans of the shows and they're here to be you know for soaps. But again, you know, it uh, I am the MC and it ain't, it, it ain't easy. Uh, it's it's a blast, but it is not easy. Mm. Got to tell you, it was so interesting to get into that kind of line of uh, entertainment. I've done a lot of it for different, you know, Kate's Tea and stuff like that, and I love it. But it's fascinating to see how the the mechanics of an audience work. And how the mechanics of a stage work, and, and kind of controlling that interaction. It's uh, there's an art to it. Got to tell you, I have a whole new uh, respect for that. MCs, masters of ceremonies, people who host the Emmys or the Oscars, all that stuff. That I tell you, that's uh, that's a minefield. You did the you did uh, host the technical Emmys last year. Yeah, I year. did. I did, and I entered in my underwear. That's I, how cheap I, and easy I can be. That's. <laughs> what I'll do for a laugh. Maybe this is my that should be my profession. I I'll saw go right pictures. there. I saw pictures. Nice blue monogram shorts. It was great. Yeah, there you go. I was yeah, backstage nice. and Niecy Nash was back there and everyone else, the presenters, and no one had explained to them what I was doing, that I was the MC. 
So I had to, you know, I'm walking around in my underwear, and I had to introduce myself and just explain to people. It's very funny. Nisi Nash, I have this great picture of her and I, me in my underwear. <laughs> She's a hysterical woman. Love her. Oh, my gosh. I, I probably would have spit out my drink if I was sitting there. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, that's a tough audience. That's 54 categories. It ain't no short ceremony. So, you know, I spent my time stalking the Muppets because I'm such a fan. There was a Muppet. I had to go find it and get a picture of it. Hey, look, you have that stigma stalking people. You stalk the Muppets. You stalk Nancy Cartwright. I, mean, I know, right? Nancy Cartwright, can you imagine? She could not have been sweeter. I got her autograph. I mean, she just, I mean, I love The Simpsons. I think it's one of the most, I wanted, it's one of the smartest shows around. You know, they, uh, uh. you get away in in cartoons like South Park and Simpsons, you could never do on a live action show. Never <laughs> do it. You don't think so? Nope. I don't, people won't put up with the controversy. A cartoon, what a cartoon can say and what they can make fun of is very different. I this think they're, they're some of the healthiest, most smart satire there is out there is uh, South Park and Simpsons. Uh, King of the Hill, too. And, uh, you know, the, oh, uh, what's his name? The, uh, the guy. Family Guy? Or? Yeah, Family Guy. Yeah. That's my favorite. Love Family yeah, Guy. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, they can get away with stuff that a live action show could never do. Never with animation. Nothing. I love my animation. And I will say that I had a caller on here that pretty much made me sweat. And I was so taken aback by her, I was rendered speechless for maybe about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And no one's ever done that to me before. And I wanted to, I wanted to bring her on for you because she's apparently been waiting for this all day. Yeah. So, <laughs> um. Um, please, find other obstacles in life. <laughs> no, I think that's brilliant. I love it. I encourage no, her. I I know. I'm just saying. In her madness. Yes. Disco Mary is on the phone. That's my girl. Christian. Can you hear me, Mary? Yes, I can hear you. Hey, I'm so disappointed I won't see you in Jersey but I, or uh, Long Island, but uh, you're going to be on a fun cruise. Yeah, my last final cruise, and I'm just, I'm just so sorry it had to be the same time. No, we'll do it again. But it was so good seeing you on the cruise. It wouldn't be a cruise without you. We I can't so deny you to the other cruise. <laughs> I know, my, but that's my last final cruise. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and besides, I, uh, my my friends from Jersey are coming to see you, and my I can't friends. Wait. And my friends from Long Island are coming to see you. Tell them to come up afterwards and tell me who they are so we can meet. Yes, yes, I will. And, oh, uh, I'm so glad. <laughs> well, I was finally in your stomping grounds, and you're off on, on – where where's your cruise going? Uh, we're, <clears throat> we're going to the Bahamas, oh, uh, St. Thomas, wow. St. Martin's, and um, Puerto Rico. That is going to be wonderful. So, wonderful, but I know it's going to be great, but I miss, I'm going to miss seeing you in Long Island for the first time. I know, right? I have never been east for Y&R at all. Not to New York, not to that environment, my old stomping grounds. Okay. Um, but what's great is that if it works out, we'll be back. Oh, I was just going to say, oh, are you going to come back? Yeah, well, like I said, if these work out, if they're successful, because these are kind of like we're organizing these ourselves. 
So it's kind of really interesting. Sean Kanan got me into this because he's a stand-up comedian. He's used to got, traveling around and doing the clubs. So, I mean, it's, it's, it'll be a blast. And I've got so many friends. All my friends from Tulane are up there yeah. in Long Island and New York. That's Like I said, that's my old stomping ground. So it's exciting to be there anyway. But uh, it'll be great to be doing a show there. I never get to meet the fans, like I said, around New York. I know. it's, uh, And this is this is actually the first time. Yeah, the brokerage and Uncle Vinny's in Point Pleasant. I haven't been yes. to Point Pleasant in years and years and years. And from the brokerage, <clears throat> I'm... Uh, I'm less than an hour away. Now, have you been to Brokerage before? Yes, I have. It's a nice place. <laughs> it's small. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. small, but <clears throat> but it's nice. Yeah, I heard it's good. Good, good, good. <laughs> well, there won't okay. be a lot of pressure to fill it. That's what we want. We want one-on-one. We want like the cruise where we're close together. Well, I I just um, I I just hope uh, that that you. You should get a lot of people because, like I said, a lot of people know this is the first time that that you guys are coming to New York. Yeah, I hope so. You know, we were, we were doing a good job advertising and uh, and with Buzzworthy and everybody else. So we're we're tr- we're trying to promote it. And uh, like I said, I can't wait because like uh, if if it does well, I'm going to get everybody else to come with me. <laughs> oh, Nadia, <laughs> Nadia and Brandon. Oh, they're going to. Um, New Orleans with me. Yes. So. Do some charity work, yeah, so I'm excited about them. But, I, I, you know, like I said, to get other Y&R people to come out to New York, it'll be fun. Like yes, I said, if it all works out, and it should. John's yeah. good. He's done this before. It should work out because because I just about told everybody. Excellent. That, see, I knew if I had Mary out there, she's the best publicist ever. <laughs> and, and Christian... Uh, mm. I hopefully I'm going to see you at the uh, Y&R luncheon. I hope so too. I haven't been notified of any date yet, but uh, definitely. Well, well, Kathy, it's not confirmed yet. Kathy, Kathy's thinking about doing it the weekend of the 26th and 27th. Mm-hmm. I know oh, your good. birthday. I know your birthday. Of, of 26th, 27th of August again. Yes. Mm, okay. And I know your birthday's on the twenty fifth. Birthday is on the twenty fifth for anyone who wants to save up and buy gifts. Thank you for fitting that in, Mary. <laughs> well I got news <laughs> Well I got news for you. I I what? already I already had your I already have your gifts. It's like three months now. Oh my see, that's well, what I like wow. to hear. I'm still walking around with my chihuahua that plays drums. <laughs> oh, does he? Is he? Is he moving them? Because yeah, I got him. I got him to send you pictures. I'm going to put pictures on Facebook. You'll see him. <laughs> oh, listen. Did you <clears throat> did you see my tattoo with your name on it on yeah. Facebook? Oh, I did. Yeah, you, Mary's Mary's like the, the 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 person. She's she's gone all um, gang on us. She's getting tats, and she has chihuahuas that play instruments. What she did I so miss stuff on this boy, girl? <laughs> That's right. You're not messing around. That's how she rolls. And and listen, did you talk to uh, my little teddy bear friend that that talks? I did. They're all sitting. I'm going to send a picture. I got them all. They think I'm out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> they think I'm crazy. Uh, uh, no. I'm going to put some pictures on Facebook. You'll see. 
No, you know what? They think I'm crazy because I buy you all these bears and everything. Well, that's why we do well together. <laughs> you, don't need to, you don't need the same people. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Navelle's in there, too. Don't worry about him, either. Oh, Isn't thank you. Not he's a loon. <laughs> I was going to say, where do I stand in that? Oh, Exactly. Just yeah, right there, right in the middle, in the right, crowd. Of right the there. And uh, listen, did you, <clears throat> Christian, did you listen to the Rose, the Wild Thing? Rose, the Wild Thing. Wild the, Thing. The Rose that I gave you, that, that thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got that. We were listening to that the whole time. Yes. I was listening to that oh, at the signing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I tell you, she's got things. She's got the what she's talking about is a rose that played music and the and a, and a stuffed chihuahua that beat a drum and a bear that talked. They're all doing something. That I happened. saw all that. Yeah, I saw all that. Oh man, I felt I felt I felt left out. I didn't get any. <laughs> That's a hint. In, in case I'm you didn't know, my birthday is August seventh. I'm I'm That's just right. saying, please send me, please send gifts accordingly. That's right. Leos want love too. Leos want love too. You know, I won't go any further than that. My there love, Ma- love Mary. I love you. My switchboard started filling up now that we started talking oh, okay. about bears. Oh, uh, thanks so much, Mary. Take care. Love you, Christian. All right, I'll talk to you on Facebook. Okay, doll. Bye-bye. All right, take care, darling. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I love her. I love she's her. amazing. She is and she's awesome. She's been such a great supporter. She's such great energy. And I'm telling you, she dances amazing. She That's knows. Fun. We, and we finally fit our dance in on this last cruise. I I was watching. And she knows more about Y&R than I do. I'm pretty, yeah. much, I'm pretty sure she can tell me things that I probably am not even aware of. Well, she's the viewer you want. She's very involved, and she's—I mean, she knows my dad, and my family. She's just—and just adorable. And that's the kind of energy you want when you're on these cruises. That kind of her and and the her, she always brings the best people with her, and, and they're just a joy to be. You know, it's all about you know the audience, and, and she's a wonderful audience. This is the fan talking. The the host kind of stepped out of the room a little bit. And I, I'm 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 a little upset that you know Michael's kind of not been shown lately, except being. I am a lawyer. That's right, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, we always want more of Michael. I have no I have no no problem with that. I agree. <laughs> but you know, it all goes in cycles. We could never. I mean, like I said, but I have the hot wife on the show, and I think they should show us. You have the hot wife on the show. You I do. do. I do. I thought we were going to have something with the whole thing with Jill and Lauren being sisters, seeing Michael involved with that, and it kind of fizzled out. And you well, know, they have the whole, like I said, that whole uh, arbitration thing has to come to a uh, you know resolution. So they'll be working which, on that for a which for a is bit. somewhat did already, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's somewhat re- did. Uh, Somewhat. You always know that when Victor is involved, it doesn't end there. So I'm pretty sure we'll see some more of Michael. I already heard that Michael gets wasted at Diane and Victor's wedding. Oh, did I say spoiler? Whoops. Well, I didn't know that. You know more than me. I just wait for it to come down the pipe. (laughs) They can surprise me then. I didn't say that. Just disregard that last statement, folks. I didn't say it. But <laughs> See, it might not even be in the script now, but it sounds so good I might just do it, huh? Yeah, I think so. It's a little improv- improvisation. Why why not? You know, there it mm-hmm. is. 
I would love to see Michael like doing something else now outside of it. We, you know, we have Judith Chapman now that was the news broke out that she's not on contract anymore. She's on recurring. So we don't, don't even... forget that Tracy's on recurring also and has been so for years, but she's probably on more than most contract players. She's so been predominantly used a lot uh, without being on contract. I, oh, yeah. I think no, sometimes that's... it's a matter of paperwork. Sometimes yeah. it's a matter of, of, you know, the bottom line looking better, uh, depending on how you call it. It'll be so, interesting. Um, no. It'll be he's, interesting. He's amazing, and uh, I, I think the show knows that. You know, she, Judith, Judith was used predominantly for so many years on the show from Burner for a long, a long time, and loved seeing the interaction she had with you and Greg Ricard, who plays uh, Kevin on the show. Oh yeah, and the family's gold. But you know, it always goes in cycles. So everybody has, you know, when we were there, the poor Abbots, you know, they killed off John and everything. So you never know. It it, it goes in cycles. But you just gotta. You know, it's interesting, but you go in there and you there's always something. There's something there to play. There's something interesting. You know, you you know that's what that's what notice. That's what writers notice. That's what audience notices. Your only defense against any of this or or opportunity uh, is the one you make yourself by being as good as you can. And the only control an actor has is to be better. Right. Any of us have. You know, in any of our jobs, to be better. That's that's what we can do. We can control that. The rest sometimes is, you know, fake. Right. We'll see what happens on there. Uh, like I said, I, I'm not behind the pen, but it's what I want. And hey, I'm a lot. No, of and I appreciate that. I, I would, I would like more, more always. My dream is a very special young and the restless, Michael Baldwin's. You had young one. The restless. <laughs> you had oh, one. I want you... the whole show. I want more. It never stops. Actors are whores for a good reason. It's because we're greedy for our work. We don't get enough of it. We suffer through not working for so long periods of time that we are crazed when we work, and we want more and more and more. Okay. Very greedy you that way. That's how we should be. You don't want another Christmas episode. You want another show that – just another show that's all about you, not like not like that one. Oh, no. I, that's a joke. I, I, I No, I, everyone. I want a challenging storyline. Like, uh, And they all are, i got to tell you. Uh, <laughs> there's always uh, – I'm surprised they don't bore me, and um, they they will throw you things that all of a sudden you're like, wow, like the whole doppelganger storyline. I'd never actually in my whole soap career on YNR had to um, had my wife tell me that she cheated on me. It was <laughs> like you know, and that's def- definitive soap stuff. Everybody gets that, and so I had some of the hardest stuff I've ever had uh, this year, as far as a d- degree of difficulty. You know, Tracy has to come in. She's Sarah, but all I know is Lauren's telling me that she slept with someone else, and I, and it was a, and a really difficult some of those scenes. But it was a it's fun. That's what you want to be challenged. I think you got your Emmy submissions. Just saying. You never know. You never know. You never know. Very I got. Fun. I have a technologically inept. I love him to death. I'm gotta make fun of him. I love him to death, but he's technologically inept. He finally figured out how to listen to the show, and he finally figured out how to call in. So I have to bust on his chops because I love him to pieces. But my my favorite Gramps is on the phone. So <laughs> your grandfather? <laughs> <laughs> In the in the in the biblical sense, we can say that, I guess. I, I uh, could be his grandfather. <laughs> oh, I would. Uh, uh. <laughs> this is getting kind of scary. 
this thing about the the biblical stuff, and then and then the way he kind of got nervous. But is, am I on the era? Yeah, you are, Gramps. Oh boy, see, I, 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 I am saying Grant. Inept. Grant, I'm, Gramps. I'm not understanding. Grant. Gramps. Uh, that, it's uh, my screen name on one of the things is Grandpa. Oh, used. got you, got you. Okay, thank you. All right. And <laughs> the the other, but uh, my other, the only Facebook thing I have, which you posted a crunk video on, and now the only person who ever did that on my Facebook uh, for, for the Saints with that who dat uh, thing there. Oh, right. Oh, and, my um, goodness. <laughs> but um, I wanted to ask you if uh, if if you, you I know you remember this storyline, but did Michael kill that girl? No. With- she fell down steps repeatedly. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all I know. I know I made a phone call to the hospital. I was very concerned, but my nervousness took the form of laughter. But otherwise, that's all I know. (laughs) (laughs) Fell down the stairs. Do you still have those moves that you and uh, Marissa Tomei had when you were uh, doing the spring break shows? And oh my God, you remember there was the, that whole Bruce Springsteen two-step that white people do? Oh God, yeah. yeah. You did. You did. No, you guys were unbelievable. Well, you know like, who was singing on the, that was our prom. The real dancing thing we did was uh, my uh, was Kirk McCall's prom, my character. And do you know who sang at that prom? Do you remember? Oh, uh, wait a minute! The first was, television appearance. Whitney Whitney Houston was at that. Yeah. Whitney Houston. That's right. Yep, I knew. That he was, was, was uh, Jermaine Jackson brought her, and he was the headliner, and everyone looked at her. She was amazing. But that was her first television appearance. Was on As the World Turns. That's wow. right. So that was that at was my big. prom. At your prom, did, exactly. did you? I mean, you know what my favorite time of? Uh, I mean, not that I don't enjoy your character now, but uh, I do. You ever miss the uh, the Playboy Michael days, like when you had uh, uh, Phyllis and Grace and and sort of oh, like yeah. Diana? Yeah, you know, you, know, you always. I, I think I miss uh, more. Well, you know, the 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 married stuff was new for me too because I'd never been married on his show. Remember, I was a kid on As the World Turns. So uh, right. it's another type of challenge. But I do, I mean, you know, there is always, uh, I do like being the bad boy. I do like, uh, you know, the, the bad guy on the show is so much more interesting. But then again, they've never let Michael forget his history. So what's wonderful no, is that, you know, the great thing about Michael is you never know when that card gets to turn. Exactly. You never know when, you know, the milk will go bad again. It's it's just it's <laughs> always great to have had the history of being evil. So that it's the source of drama and that people never know. And they don't let people forget it, which is a, a real face in the yeah, hole. He was, he was pretty bad <laughs> oh, <that's not laughs> when he crazy. ate the rat and all that. Um, do, do, do you remember that? That's right, the, the rat in prison. You You're that. good. You're very good. I love that scene. <laughs> they will steal from anyone. Sudden, I remember Hannibal Lecter was big at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it was sort of like a Hannibal Lecter sort of scenario. Oh, we were scenario. shameless. Shameless. And, and you were, I think I actually uh, sniffed Christine. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did. I'm not above admitting that. Oh, you, my. My favorite time was, though, with uh, you and Phyllis, and even though it was a different actress playing Phyllis then. Sure. But, uh, I mean, Sandra uh, Nelson, Sandra right? Sandra Nelson. Yeah. But uh, I just I, I just loved that combination, the way that you came oh, in. Oh, yeah. She was in and, The uh, Bondage, remember? She was a yes, uh, yes, <laughs> I never saw that scene originally, but thanks to you. I tell you, that picture gets around more than any other picture I've taken on the show. The one with her in the riding crop in the leather. 
my sister couldn't believe that you had that kind of a body. I remember saying that to me. And she was living at the house at the time that I was there. And she uh, she said, I didn't think, and I said, well, he, he the suit, the suit kind of throws you off. But uh, anyway. Yeah, I like that he's a lawyer and you don't really know until you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that scene, too, where uh, you were starting to pick up Trisha. Dennison, and uh, all of a sudden you kind of like uh, realize you're a nutbag and backed off. Even uh, even oh, Michael yeah, didn't know. That's her. been a while. Yeah. Yeah. I I just I don't know why I enjoyed that that period so much, but well, uh, there it, is, it, when you're also newer on the show, they try you with a lot of different people. So that's when I got to date Victoria. You know, Heather, Tom, and I almost you know before I love that. Show. So I, I mean, it's that. fun to be single because you get to. You know, but you know, then uh, again, as as Michael, I get a family, I get a, I get a son. But you're right, you're right. The, it, you are thrown in with so many uh, beautiful women and, and really talented actresses. So I mean, I mean, it's, it's not to take anything away from Tracy. She's a, a beautiful. I mean, she not at beautiful. all. But I mean, she knows that too. She had her day as uh, Lauren. I tell you. Yes, she did. <laughs> yeah, I, she ain't got days. nothing to point at. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, listen, it's great hearing from you guys. I I think Disco Mary ought to have her own uh, hour, though. That you ought to have. She needs her own hour. I'm telling you right now. I think so. Fill it. But uh, have a great time, and uh, thanks so much for all the performances, and uh, and thank you, Neville, for teaching me how to finally get on here and and, uh, and <laughs> dial my go. phone and and everything. You guys take care. Well, thanks so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you. He's great. A oh, question. what a nice guy. I like him. I like him a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, so he's a regular caller. He will be now. <laughs> yeah, he will. He's a good one. He will he be now. He likes to be smart. Yeah, he he remembered a lot about Y&R than I tend that's to That's what pretend. I mean. He's got, that's that's the kind of, that, that, those are some good good comments. I knew more about your time on As the World Turns than your Y&R time, and you've been on Y&R the longest. How is that possible? It depends on when you watch. I mean, As Will Turns was pretty definitive. I was not we, even I mean, there was born when you were on. I was not. I was not even a figment of my mom and dad's imagination. And I know more about As the World Turns than. Why it was I, a great time on that show. I tell you, there were some heavy hitters. Yeah. Justin Dees was on the show at the time. Dees, uh, Margaret Collins. Like I said, Margaret Collins, uh, Marissa Tomei. Uh, like we did, we named them. You know, there that show's history is amazing. I mean, Fulton. It was my mother. I mean, it was it was really the perfect place to start because that was my first big gig. They were so kind to me, and it was such a great part. And when I left, uh, you know, I, I left the show. I saved my money, and I wanted to go to L.A. and seek my fortune. They were so, like, come whenever you want. I mean, it was just just the experience you wanted. It was, you know, and Mary Me Ellis Bunham was the executive producer there, and yeah. she went off and invented Real World. So it was yeah. a really creative time for everyone on that show. My my first experience with you being on on World Turns when I was watching it, someone had had posted an episode a few years ago of the Whit McCall murder trial, and it was revealed who killed right, your right. dad. My... I really thought that was such an intense episode for you. You mm-hmm. did really good work in that one episode alone. I, I really, if you, if, I'm serious, people. It's on YouTube. If you find it, it's a really good episode for you to check out. He did a really tremendous job in that show. Yeah, especially. I remember that. That was um, that was some great people. Breck Jameson was my half brother at the time, um, and uh, Robert Nor- Robert Horton, uh, oh. who was from the old wagon train days, is the, my dad. And Mark Pinter was your brother. Mark Pinter was my brother. Kim Ulrich 
but my sister, who was uh, later on on Passions, the uh, diva on Passions. Uh, yeah, there was it's just those people I still know, and that's what's so wonderful about it. You know, that's daytime and show business in general. You know that. Yeah. It's a small group, and it's like family. I love that you still keep in touch with them, though. That's amazing to me. You know, you, well, gotta, you, know, you never, I mean, that's not everyone, but I do see, majority see of Mark Pinter every now and then, uh, Colleen Zank I see at the Emmys. You know, the Emmys are great. Uh, she was at the Tech Emmys, actually. This is when the last time I saw her. And, you know, it's it just, they're, they're, you'll see each other one way or the other. It's, it's like a, it's a very, it's a relatively small group of people. And you have you have an As World Turns counterpart that is on the show now, is Diane Mora West on the Maura show. West, she was not on the show when I was on, but when I switched, I, I crossed over as Michael Baldwin for a show, I, and she I, was on the show then with Michael Park and Ken Schreiner, and they were all there, so I've got to know them very well. I love Michael, and uh, you know, it's a, it was a it's still a great show. It was still a great show. Chris Kaplan was very kind to me, the executive producer, and we I think we laughed for twenty four hours. That's where that was my stint on the show. We had the best time. I was just waiting for a line from Lisa just going like, Don't I recognize you from somewhere before? I was just waiting that just to come well, out. Well, you know, we never I never worked with any of the people that I would have known as Michael uh uh Kurt McCall. That was so interesting. I, I'm with you. I would love to have worked with Eileen or any of those guys, but no. Nobody in any of those scenes would have known Kirk McCall. It's a shame. Yeah, it's My, interesting. I was so I was so sad, and I was like, wait, I was like waiting. I was like, is someone going to pop in and just just say the words that would just make me smile just a little? I bit? know. I would have loved it. I would have eaten it up. <laughs> Eileen to walk in. She was like, wonderful. You know, just uh, you know, she's a legend. I love her. She is amazing. I would yeah. love Southerner too. Oh no! I know how you Southerners are. <laughs> I've been schooled. I've, I've been learned to watch out. Uh, correctly. Speaking of, speaking of someone to watch out from, this this question comes from Jason. He wants to know: Is there anyone you'd like to work with more out of the cast, and how do you stay in such good shape? I'm telling you, ladies and some gents, I've seen his I've seen his stomach. I've patted <laughs> his stomach, and I'll tell you what. I kept patting it for maybe about ten minutes. Trust me, he's got a nice thick <laughs> pack. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but thank you very much. Uh, that's uh, yeah. I hope I'm Not like that. I'm fifty. <laughs> you know, but but uh, so what was the question? I can't forget. Uh, oh, who do who do I like to work with? Yeah. Oh, they're great. You know, I'm most excited when I get to work with people I have not worked with before. And I like, you know, and uh, I just worked with Stephen Nichols, which is a big kick. And I actually forced him to bring his patch to work. I had badgered him, and he actually let me wear it, and we took a picture together. And I swore to him, I put it on Facebook and Twitter, and there it is, all over the place. It was my, it was my avatar forever. Uh, he is such a cool guy. And Tristan, too. I, I'm kind of wanting to work with Tristan. He's the funniest guy in person. He is such a dry wit. And, yeah. you know, I told him, anytime you want me on the bay, I'm with you, baby. I would uh, love that. That would be great. Yeah, no, he's just, he's a legend Scorpio. Who doesn't know that? Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, it's mainly when when I haven't worked with anyone before. Uh, I told Abby, uh, the character Abby, Emily, that I had, you know, I was so nervous. Because I'd never, I hadn't worked with her before. She's like, what? Really? It's true. Just because you're excited. It's like opening a new gift. You know, there's a whole bunch of skills that, and so it, it, it's it that's that's what mostly gets me really really going. But you know, 
it's always amazing to work with Tracy and Michelle Stafford always makes me better and you know the the, the whole gang anyone in my family Greg Rickhart Judith Chapman you know they're it's they're, they're it's always those scenes just write themselves it's all yeah the Fisher Baldwin family I love that I it's nice to hear that actors who've been in this game a long time they still get nervous I I I don't know why but that's always interesting for me to hear because you know it, it's just like they still have. They're still learning, basically. You know, no, I think all... you're exactly right. I think that's exactly it. I think if you stop being nervous, you have to worry because you're missing some of that energy that will make the performance. You know, I always worry if I'm on stage and I'm making an entrance and I don't feel that kind of butterfly because it's like, wait a minute, you know, wake up mm-hmm. because you should be. I mean, and I think it's part of the create creativity. I mean, you got to control it. I mean, it can kill you. But yeah, I think I think it means people that you means you care. You yeah. still the passion, you know, and I think that's wonderful. And you're absolutely right. I agree with that. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Portia, you're on the line. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Hey, Portia. Hey, Kristen. <laughs> How are you? Very good, thanks. Um, I am a huge fan of your acting and recently came across your illustrations, and you're a phenomenal artist as well. Thank you. I had my first show in New Orleans. I was all proud. Back in the hometown. You definitely should be. I'm actually looking at some online now, and they are phenomenal. I mean, you know, the, the cliche is that actors are talentless outside of that, but you definitely break through that. Thank you. I mean, I'm self-taught, so it always it always means a lot to me when people respond, especially fans who know me as an actor and uh, and appreciate the art, you know, because you're always the, the actor who draws, and it's, it's always kind of, um, it gives me a little lift to know that people appreciate it. Thank you. They They, they are phenomenal. Um, I, I'm pursuing acting, and I can draw stick figures, so I guess I'm on the right track. But um, so getting on the subject of Young and the Restless, I absolutely love you on there. I've seen you from the bad guy to the you know the good guy, the hero now, and you said that you prefer to to pursue the sort of dark, you know, sinister character, and you almost still carry that kind of cynical, yeah, good. sarcastic. I'm glad that you feel that. I mean, I th- I th- it's not particularly the evil part. I I I think what makes Michael watchable is they've given him both sides so that you have what is a human being. You know, you have someone who's good doing the wrong things for the right reasons and the right things for the wrong reasons. It's that gray area that all of us live in, and they don't let him forget it. He's someone who's made huge mistakes, and those mistakes don't disappear when you do that in life. They stick with you, your fears, your wants, and that's what makes an interesting character. So, yeah, I try to hold on to the things they gave me, and, and to their credit, and thank God the writers have have kept his history going. They always think every now and then they'll throw a red herring in and refer back to it. There's actually one really good one coming up. So, so how satisfied are you with the current writing? Because I see where ratings have dropped and they've lost viewers because of a few, uh, you know, questionable decisions on their part. How satisfied as a as a working actor are you with the writing? I, you know, I, I think anyone needs to. I think the right everything starts with the writing. If you're going to pay money, pay it to the writers. If you're going to, uh, um, I, I, you know, I want more for me. That's because I'm greedy. Mm-hmm. I love my work and I want to do more. Right. But there's no actor that will tell you otherwise. Um, but I, I don't. It, it's very hard call to to say why everyone has their opinion about why the ratings dip, uh, and it can be anything to other events or or competing shows. 
Um, so I don't really know what to name a, a ratings dip or, or what might cause that. Um, I I always want the writing to be good. I want it to be better. I think with this, um, I think with Adam, the 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 dark and the light brother Adam and Nick, I think is a is a ageless story. Um, I think the arbitration to see Victor in a uh, in a vulnerable spot. He had this wonderful moment last week. Is really interesting. Um, so it, it, it's it's really not for me to actually to ask. How do you feel the, of the writing? Because you're the you're the people who count, who's watching. Because I kind of get lost in in making it work. So I can't so I, for me to judge it is the wrong way for me to go. Because then if you judge something bad or good, you can't get into it. That's an interesting question. It all has to work for me. It's like if you're with an actor who you don't particularly like, and I've been lucky enough not to have that happen. But if you go in there. I can't say, and I thank God I've never been put in that position. You have to make love to a woman on camera that you despise. Tough. Your job and your pay is to love that woman. Get there. Nobody's exactly. nobody's waiting around for you to find uh, uh, an excuse. But what do you think? I personally am satisfied with the writing. I mean, it's all they can only put it on paper, but it's there's such a phenomenal cast that it works. There's some storylines where you're like, ah, this really. Not that great, but each and every cast member that they have right now is tremendous. And I, that's interesting. Yeah, that's good. Quality, and they, the reason they put lots of storylines is for you know, something for everyone, and they'll try. You know, but uh, good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, I, I, there are certainly storylines that I like better than other storylines. Anything with me, mm-hmm. obviously, stars me. You know, obviously. I mean, I, I sound like I'm kidding, but you know. There is. You, you, I mean, as far as dissatisfaction with the writing, you, you always want the meaty stuff and you want some great stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I like more of that. I will be honest with you. But, again, I'm not paid to have the big picture, which is the writer's job. And it's a thankless job. So, I, you know, I'm very reticent to judge it. Uh, I would like, like I said, I want the writers paid. I want them paid well. I want them fully engaged because it is 24 hours, 12 months a year. So, um I would uh, bring it, bring it. And you're right, because the actors have, they give us such freedom to bring this stuff to life. And it is in the skill of the actor uh, a lot. So when you see Michelle Stafford do a kick-ass scene, you know that's not how it looked on the page. She took exactly. it and ran with it. And that's the gift that Y&R has. That you, the writers, the producers, the directors, and the actors all give each other a certain amount of freedom in interpreting the scenes. And they want it. They expect it. Maria's flat out told me, "Yeah, need the inte- uh, the uh, input of the actor in the scenes." You know, who's going to know Jeannie Cooper's character better than her? Thirty five. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. You know, I mean, no, they're going to forget. You know, the writers haven't been around that long, so they'll listen to her when she says stuff, and that's wonderful because they do not get that opportunity on many shows. A lot of it's like, you know, your opinion be damned. Write what we wrote, and for good or ill. I make a great show, but that's not the culture on YNR, and I I appreciate that. I kind of thrive in that kind of culture because for my character Michael, they've given me a lot of freedom as far as how to interpret things, and that's all you really have as an actor. Keep the words, but you know if you're skilled, you can say hello 15 different ways and mean something completely different each time. You know that's that's what we get paid to do. That is that's really interesting that you said that because, as you said, you're right because there are most shows that don't really use the input of the actors and in, in, in such things or, or have help using input from the actors 
in such storylines or in such aspects of their character, which, as you said, most writers would be like, this is what we wrote on the piece of paper. This is what you're acting out. I don't care what you think. And, and I understand a writer's viewpoint when they do that. I really do. I write, and I and the same thing with the drawing. I'm self-taught, so I mean, I just have a taste of that. But I get it. I get that. I, but my point being that I thrive this environment. The other one, you know, if you're Shakespeare, fine. I'm doing your lines as you wrote. You know, and and it is not about changing the lines. A lot of it is about interpreting them, and to give us the freedom to do that. Because I love mm-hmm. surprising them. And I love that the writers are responsive enough to call up and like, wow, what you did with our words. And there is no greater compliment because our job is, you know, we are not the writers. We don't have to right. take you. We don't write the show. But if I can make a writer sit up and say, wow, I did not know my lines could be that good. I didn't know I was that good enough a writer or that good a writer. I want them to see their work at the best of it, the best light. That's my job. That will keep my job, actually. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's my thrill. I, if I could change lines, uh, you know, I don't know how good a writer I am. I'm certainly not good enough. But it, 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 it is one of those things where um, phone's going crazy. Um, it is one of those things where it's, if you start that uh, that um, uh, rewriting stuff, and they don't. That is not from what I'm talking about. Hello. I'm still here. Did we lose? Did we lose Portia? Are you still there? Yeah. I'm, hello. I'm still on. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I was like wondering, hello, where did she go? <laughs> did that? Did that? Did that I'm, help your answer your question somewhat? Anything? Yes. Oh, I hope so. I'm sorry, I rambled. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. No, uh, I liked one it. One last question. I I read where you are um, illustrating and writing a children's book. When can we look forward to that? Uh, I'm working on it. I just uh, had it uh, pitched up in New York and stuff like that, so I've got my notes, and it's a lot of rewriting and rewriting. Like I said, I, it's self-taught, but it's a dream I've had. It's 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 about it's based in Louisiana, and it's about the mythology down there, and and I'm excited about it, and other people seem to be. And all that artwork comes from that book, and the artwork off on its own. Can you hold on just a second? <laughs> it's not, I, I was like I, I I thought I was hearing it and then I was like maybe that's me and I guess it's not <laughs> I'm sorry I think that's the front door you know how it is the front door hmm. yeah I know right that could go on to kill us in the head but yeah. um Again, what were we talking about? What was the last question? The children's book that you were doing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I was actually, and Kimmy, of all people, has helped me with it, Kimmy Terezi. Oh, from Venice. Who actually, her day job is working at the Guild for Children's Writers. So, thank you. I mean, that's it's um, it's exciting because it's, it's actually weirdly the soap world and the writing world combined for me. And it's how my artwork got started. My teacher, Charles Riley and Julie Harris, when I was in my first big, big play – after they had let me go from the show because I was so bad, uh, got me doing my drawing. So, I mean, it, 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 I love how these other disciplines that I've, I really enjoy that I have not been trained to do but taught, self-taught, was encouraged, I was encouraged to pursue by other actors, and it's kind of tied into what I do. And so it's great. I love it. And we'll, well see. We'll see about the book. Hopefully, well, you know, you'll be around for a long, long time, and I look forward to, you know, getting the book for my children, so. Oh, <laughs> I hope so, not the grandchildren. I want the children to have it. 
Thank you so much. Best of luck to you. Bye-bye. <laughs> so thank you. I thank you so much for watching. Bye. You just mentioned Kim Terezi, and 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 there was a question in the chat room uh, that I definitely wanted to ask. It was uh, they wanted to know, would you do the Venice Web Series if you were asked to do it? I, I w- we were just talking about this, and I I kind of talked to you know I've talked to a bunch of people. Michael O'Leary had me watch some of Steamboat because it was just fascinating, and and I think him and Michael Parker are hysterical, and and I I, I stalked Tristan Rogers because I want to work with him so bad, and I know Gregory Martin from the the uh, the Bay, so um. Mm-hmm. So I've been working. Uh, so you know, we we talk. So hopefully something comes of it. And and Kimmy and I were are working on a totally different project. But you know, I am not above saying you know I really like Crystal and I really like Nadia, you know, because I think they're so incredibly talented. I think that is one of the waves of the future and and a way for us to work with people I wouldn't normally get to work with because Galen Gehring, Nadia, you know, I've never worked with these guys. Crystal, and I love yeah. them. You know, Tristan. So you know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, uh, Michael O'Leary and I have talked, but you know they take it all to the East Coast, and then we, you know, even tried to kind of figure out a way to get it done while we were um, up out there for uh, we were out there on an appearance on the East Coast. But we'll see. I hopefully it'll come to fruition because I, I would love to. I would love to. I think I think they're so brave and it, and and, and they, they're such high quality. I'm already they're such a new medium, so um, I'm it's very exciting. I was like segued into my next question, like where do you see web soaps standing at at this point right now in this realm of reality that we're in? No, you know, think- we just talked about uh, this, and that's a great question. You know, um, I just think of Glee. I know when Glee came out, when it was in the breakdowns, I know the casting director. He said you know, they thought this would never go anywhere. It was ridiculous. You've heard them try musicals on, on television before. We all know the ones, you know, the one in Vegas. God help us. Oh, no. All sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. And this was not going to go anywhere. And look at it. And it was on the dinosaur. It was on the part of uh, entertainment that was supposed to die out, broadcast television. And look at them. More hits than the Beatles, number one hits. They've used yeah. the media. They've used the Internet. They've used the interplay between all three. And they've made this mega, mega hit that everybody knows and everyone wants to be on. So just saying, it ain't over till it's over. People just have to stop fearing technology and learn how to use it. And I think there's always going to be room for serial work, is what daytime is. There always has been some sort of serial, the old cowboy continuing serials that you used to watch at the movies, your mother used to watch at the movies. Mm -hmm. Today, it just, again, I go to the writers. They're the masters. If you, you have good writing, ever since, you know, prehistoric times, people will sit around a fire and listen to you tell a good story. But it starts with a good story. You have that. You have a thousand different ways to get it out there now. Figure out a way to make money, and they're doing it. They're doing it. I love it. Daytime has a future. You just you know step it up. There is no soap acting and real acting. There is only good acting and bad acting. I don't make the choice. I don't think daytime will ever die. It just will find another way to reach the fans and in different outlets. Like anything Any else, entertainment. It's like from going from talkies from silence. You know, it's another way to communicate, but it'll take someone imaginative and someone creative, just like Bill Bell was when he stepped in and made Y and R. Yeah, you need the passion. Where is it? Follow the passion, and you'll follow the next great hit. There it is. I got one, I got time for one more caller before we wrap it up here. 
and it's from almost in my neck of the woods. It's probably about 40 minutes away. Uh, you're in Philly, I believe, right? 610? Hello? Oh, hi. Hi. Can we hear anyone? Um, I heard her, and then she hung up. I think she, I think I scared her off. The voice is in your head. I, I it must have been it must have been like that thriller thing, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> that thriller thing, the Michael Jackson video. There it is. Yeah, uh, well, there's therapy. There, well, thank you. I probably need it. After spending so much time with Daniel Goddard for four days, five days, you kind of would need it. Oh God, yes. Those Australians now, are wild, wild men. He no, I said, love Daniel, and he's. He, you've met his wife Rachel. Uh, she's I love Rachel. In line. I love Rachel. Beautiful little boys. Beautiful. He made beautiful babies. (laughs) Uh, He did. I can't can't make fun of him on that one. He really did. He said that you would say that he's funny, but uh, I don't know. Should we? Yeah, he's funny. He's funny in that way, in that Australian way. No, he is. He is. He is too much. You know, he is the one you want to have on a cruise. Because he will wipe the floor up with them. They love his stuff. I you know, know, he's game. That's what's great with him. I have auctioned the clothes off his back for money for charity, and he will do it. He will go there. And uh, I know that's well. how I first met him. We were on a charity on Cade Linder's Charity Tea in, in Vancouver, uh, him and Rachel. And we just had a ball, and we really got to know each other because he was brand new to the show. Now, he's the one you want on an appearance. Look, I, I was just not. I was just surprised he didn't like pretty much take off his pants. I, I mean, this is pretty much how I know him. I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> you know. There you go. Uh, no, he's he's fearless, fearless that way. He's an Australian. He's supposed to be, from what I heard, but I think. Yeah, I, don't I know. think I, I was think. there. I didn't see any Daniels running around. <laughs> might be a little prison colony somewhere that he's from. You know, they're all from prisoners. You know, that's I what should, I tell him anyway. I shouldn't talk about him in such a derogatory way. It might go in. His, it might go to his brain. Take that as you will in my chat room. You n- know exactly what I'm talking about, Kate, Jason. Uh-oh. I'm just saying, just look out. The person who tried to, who we brought on, she got back on because I was going to wait for her to see if she tried again, but she did. So we're going to try it again. Uh, you are back on the line. I- I'm sorry, whatever happened. Let's see if we can get you on here again. 610, let's try you again. Hello. Hi. Yes, hello. Hi. Sorry, I'm trying to call from two different phones, and I didn't know which phone you picked up on. <laughs> That's okay. My door was ringing on my phone, and that screwed us up for a good five minutes. Brandon <laughs> well, Beamer, you, making my phone upset. <laughs> well, that's a, How are you, Christian? Here's a good trivia for you. Um, I'm very good. How are you? Good. I actually um, went, I was at the Pittsburgh event. Um, oh, were you? Did you have a good time? I I was. It was amazing. Your line was we had so a ball. long. I didn't Thank even you guys get so to you. Much. <laughs> oh, you he didn't get wonderful. to him. You didn't get. To I him. didn't get to. I didn't get to Christian. His line was way too long by the time I got there. I did do a skit with Brandon and Daniel, though. There you go. Um, so I said hello to you. <laughs> oh my but, God! And you're still standing. God bless you I, with those two. I am. You guys were just amazing, and I I'm actually going to the brokerage event. Oh, I can't oh, wait. Good, I mean, I, I am so excited to be back in the old stomping grounds. And uh, yeah. thank you. Oh, I'm, I please go. I, I think it's just going to be a great time. I can't wait. I mean, I mean, New York is so definitive. You know how it's like where you, yeah. you romanticize because it's where I began. But I go back every year, but I haven't. In the last two years, I've missed it. So 
my, my nephews live near there and stuff, so I'm I could not be more excited. I'm so glad you're going to oh, be great. there. We'll have a blast. Well, it's funny because I'm bringing my grandmother, and um, she was so she was the first thing she said when I told her she was going to Pittsburgh is she was like, oh shit. Like, what am I doing going to, all the way to Pittsburgh to meet everybody? And then Brandon came out, and Daniel came out, and you came out. And she was just like, oh, my gosh, I love everybody here. Oh, great. Yeah. So she was, was excited great. to go. Oh, I'm good. She's coming to the brokerage. She's coming to brokerage as well. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Well, I cannot wait. And I just wanted to let you know, you you do amazing work on Y&R, and we are lucky to watch you five days a week oh, thank um, you so to much. do your thing. I, I just have a blast, and I tell you, the things you like Pittsburgh that. and stuff, we just have a ball, and I, it's, it's such a great way. We never get to meet our fans except that way, and and, and, and it was such a – I just – I have such a good time. It, it just I, I, really – And I got to tell you, I love the reaction on your face when you saw all your family members that you didn't know were there. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> How about that? That's right. Yeah. That yeah. was so cool. It is so wonderful. It, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. That was so funny. I forgot about that. <laughs> a surprise. You're right. It's so funny. And they're fielding questions, for God's sake. <laughs> Only your family will make you crazy. Right, right. Well, I look forward so, to seeing um, you and your grandmother. I cannot wait. Uh, the brokerage absolutely. is going to be a blast. I, I have a feeling it will, yes. Make sure you see him this time. I will. I, I, you know what? I'm going to make my way all the way up to the line. I don't care. I'll push people Do away. Do it. I heard Mary say it was the smallest away. place, so we should be able to. <laughs> Is it a big venue? I've never been there I before. don't think it's a big venue. It's a nightclub. Okay. It's, it's a club. Oh, so, nice. I mean, no. We wanted something cool. intimate where we're with the, with the people, not, you know, not a huge place. Great. Great. Well, I can't so wait to see you there. Oh, wonderful. I can't wait to meet your grandma. Yes. Thank you, Christian, and thank you, Navelle, for all that you do. You do amazing work as well. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you. Twenty dollars <laughs> later on, but no, no. Seriously, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, no problem. And and you bring the stars to us fans on the East Coast, so it's good to oh, know. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Navelle. What, what, is, what is your name, by the way? What is your name? I didn't Lindsay. Your name. Lindsay. Nice to meet you. Thank you nice so much. Nice to meet you. I'm still, I'm still trying to get to be your assistant so I can go to the the um, Emmys. Is this, is this Lindsay Albright? Is this who this yes. is? Oh, my gosh. Hi. How are you? Good. Uh, how are you? I'm good. Good. Uh, let's see what happens. Hopefully, okay. if, I, if I'm going to the Emmys this year, which is most notably I should be, but thanks to Damon Jacobs, I don't believe in should anymore, so I am saying I will be there. Um, okay. See what happens. All oh, right, Lindsay. Thanks so much for calling. I can't wait no for the program. No problem. Thank you, Christian. I can't All right, wait. Bye bye. Gosh, wow. <laughs> um, I'm taking it back again. That's terrible. Uh, <laughs> That's a sweet thing to say. <laughs> well, it well it is. I I, I appreciate that. And uh, yeah. Look, look to that about the Pittsburgh event. Listening to the Socrates event. And it's just like I'm like missing all this stuff now. I mean, I didn't get to go to the Pittsburgh event. I I, I couldn't because I had to work that weekend, so I was not able to make it. I was so glad I was able to go to the final one because, of course, when I got to purchase the tickets, I didn't realize it was the final one until a few weeks before we departed. And, you know, it was bittersweet. You know, it was a bittersweet time. You know, we had a lot of fun. Four years, man. We did this for four years. Yeah, yeah. I don't – I honestly, I can't pick, like, one – 
particular moment that really was my favorite. I think everything about it was my favorite time on that ship. Because as you said, it was it was so much fun interacting with everybody. You had a chance to interact with everybody. It was so much fun. It was a yeah, lot. I know. Of fun. It was. It was. And I've always had fun on all of them. And there's been a slightly different group of people each time, both actors and fans. And it's just been each one just an amazing experience and always different, but always amazing. I, I cannot tell you, I've, I had a ball on all those events. And even when, the, like I said, a lot of the ones on land with Michael can be difficult. They're small crowds. I still, we just have a ball together. And it's, a, it's where the fans are and you get together, it's a party. It really is wonderful. And they're so great. They're just so great. Little trivia for you. I'm ra- we're going to wrap it up, but I got a trivia. I got a little trivia thing for you. Hmm. This was not the first time you were here. Uh, where? On this show. You said that before that this is the first time you're on this program. I you were on this show one time two okay. years ago. Yeah. It might be. I mean, uh, you would know. You were on this show two years ago, and we had technical difficulties to the point where. We oh yeah, lost. yeah. We couldn't do anything, and we couldn't do anything. So I was like, oh. I now, I, yeah, I do remember. We made and, a call, and it was just a mess. It was I, yeah, it was like staticky. And I, I was, remember this. And I, yeah, you're right. Well, I technically, you. I was. And so I saw you on the boat, and as soon as I saw you, I just basically, and this is no joke. I'm not making this up. I actually did this. I went up to him and I seriously went on the ground and started kissing his shoes. I started begging for an apology. I was like begging. I was oh. up, dude. I, I I was just like I felt so bad. So I was just like, oh my god, he's gonna hate me. He's going to start cursing my name out the window. And so, <laughs> so I just get on the ship and I start doing that. And then you see Disco Mary and a bunch of other people just watch me make this scene. And they're just standing there laughing at me like I lost my mind. And I was just oh like, my God. I felt so horrible. But you got oh, here now. And I think we made it. It was nice to get the attention, but everything is good. This was wonderful. And I've got to, I've got to bounce now. I got to bounce it's Work too. down. I know I've talked to you dry. But thank you so much, Novelle. I so had a great time. I'm so glad we finally got to do this then. I am so glad you got to get here. You know, we tried to get you here for a while, but you, you got here. I will be. I look forward to seeing you in a few months. Anytime. Yes, sir. Anytime. Definitely. All right. And give my love to the fans. I love well, them. You've got some great callers. Thank you so much, my friend. It was a pleasure. We'll see you thank on you Facebook too. and the Twitter. All right, kiddo. Take care. Take care. Christian LeBlanc, everybody, thank you so much for him coming on to the show. I want to give you a rundown of the events that are coming up in a few weeks. March 23rd, uh, March 23rd to the 27th, uh, make sure you guys check out the Tennessee Williams Literary Festival in New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, he will be doing a reading from Tennessee's work on Saturday, March 26th at 8 p.m. at the Petite Theater de Vue car on Jackson Square, along with others. I... I I think I just butchered this name. And also on Sunday, March 27th, he will be judging the Stella Contest in Jackson Square with Shirley Knight. It's Tennessee Williams' 100th birthday. 
April 3rd, 2011, on Sunday, between 2 and 5 p.m., he'll be doing the Mad Hatter's Design Competition, hosted by the Bayou Junior Women's Club. Celebrity guests include Brandon Beamer, Nani Bjorland, as well as Christian. So make sure you guys check that out. It's at Nichols State University at the Cotillion Ballroom, and it's in Thibodeau, Louisiana. For info and tickets, I will give you that information. It's $40. There is also a Facebook page to check out. That will be posted on the website very, very shortly. Also, Sean Kanan, Christian LeBlanc, as we mentioned before, we'll be making two appearances May 14th at 3 p.m. in Belmore, New York at the Brookridge Entertainment Club. And then on May 15th at 12 p.m. at Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. So if you have any chances of checking out these events, please do so. Um, the Emmys are rumored that they were going to be aired on CBS. Don't quote me on that, but that is what they're saying. Uh, so I absolutely have no idea if that is the case yet. No confirmation has been made from the network itself, but that is what is being said. It was in a tweet from uh, Soap Digest on Twitter, so you can definitely find that out. It's there, and like I said, that's all I heard for now. Um, it's supposed to be June the 19th, and they're also not confirming where it's supposed to take place. So as soon as we hear anything else, we will let you know. But I will definitely start putting up these event listings on the website. Make sure you guys check these out. It, it should be a lot of fun. If you are in the area, if you are in t intending to be on in the area on any of these events, I know there's a lot of a lot of you that are planning on going to the brokerage event and Uncle Vinny's in May. So if you're able to get to that event... Um, have fun. I, I definitely hope you do. Uh, Point Pleasant is, uh, I would say, about two hours from me. So if I do get a chance to go there, I hopefully I'll see you there. But don't don't hold your breath on that yet. But if you guys do get to go to that one, please let me know how it is. I would love to hear your opinions on that. But we better wrap it up here. Um, I don't know when we're going to be back. Like I said, we were supposed to have a show on Monday. That had to get postponed, so I'll let you know exactly if we're going to have anything else coming up in the not-too-distant future. I know I haven't been here um, for a lot of shows lately. I know that uh, we were doing the Buzzworthy After Dark show a lot, and I know that we haven't done a show for that specific segment for several weeks now, almost a month so I think we I think we should uh, I think we should do a, a segment this Friday if uh, tomorrow if anybody's interested uh, if you guys want to do a Buzzworthy After Dark session come back here it'll be at 11:30 p.m. Eastern 8:30 p.m. Pacific just let me know if we got enough people that want to come out and do a Buzzworthy After Dark segment tomorrow we'll do one just let me know and I'll definitely get everything updated and we'll definitely do something so just let me know on Twitter. Find me on Twitter, at Buzzworthy Radio. We'll do a Buzzworthy After Dark segment. It can be about anything you want, and uh, we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely keep it rolling. But we're going <laughs> to... Yes, uh, bad needs to come back. It does need to come back. I know there have been people that have been asking for it. Uh, Jason, yeah, I know you're, I know your game. Um, just let me know what, what we can do. If we can get people to come be a part of it, just let me know. We'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely get it rolling, all right? But uh, I'm Novell J. Lee, making sure you get the latest buzz with Buzzwording. We'll see you guys hopefully tomorrow. Let me know. Hopefully tomorrow. We'll get it done. All right? We'll see you guys later.
can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy.